0: Please share it with a friend or a loved one or someone who will benefit from hearing this message. I'm so glad you're here and I'm ready to go on this journey with you. And that journey begins now. All right, and welcome back to another episode. Let's talk about how to use your brain to get more done, how your brain can be used to help you and propel you to use that to do list to be more productive and how it can stress you out if you do a few things the wrong way. And I'll give you a quick example. So have you ever been working on things all day? You've been busy with your to do list or you've been working on something, maybe more than one thing in a specific day. And then you finally call it a day and you're tired, maybe mentally and physically tired. And you think back and you look back and you feel like you didn't really get much done, like you didn't really do much. Right. Ever happened to you? Like you didn't get a sense of accomplishment from your list of things to do. Well, I'm going to tell you something that was actually found in the 1920s, and this is going to shine a little light on that. And I'm probably butchering his name, but it's something that's called the Zygonik effect. It was something that was discovered in the 1920s by a Soviet psychologist named Dr. Zygrinik, and what she found was was that people tend to remember interrupted or unfinished tasks better than the ones they completed. And that we tend to focus on those things that didn't get done opposed to the things that we did get done. And those things that aren't done can take up mental energy until we actually complete them. It's how our brains are wired. When there is an open loop, something that's unfinished, we're going to have a sense of mental discomfort. And it's this discomfort. That's the thing that actually drives us to complete a task. And when it's finally completed, then that discomfort goes away and the task is forgotten. And what happens is you have those long days, those days that you put in a lot of work and you get to the end of the day and say, oh, I still got so much more to do. Even though you really already did a hell of a lot. You did way more than you did the day before. And now you're only focusing on those things that you didn't do and you feel like the day was either wasted or a failure. Undone work takes up a lot of mental energy. Our brains want to close that loop and that loop is a really effective way to pull you in. Also, have you ever been scrolling online and you see something that, you know, is clickbait, but that picture or that caption with the picture, it grabbed your interest and you click on it anyway. And then you keep scrolling, looking for that piece of info that you want to see. that picture you first saw because it's never right at the top of the article because they make you search for it right and your brain has to close that loop oh and news news channels are experts at this they say stuff like while you may be spending more than you need to how to catch the mistake and save more dough stay tuned or stuff like killer on the loose what you should know and what to be on the lookout for tonight at nine and you're like well damn I got to wait till nine o'clock to hear about this killer. Right. That open loop that your brain wants to close to finish. That's why cliffhangers work so good when the episode ends with something dramatic that happens and you say, ain't no way. I'm not watching another one. I got to watch one more. Right. I know that happens to you. For me, I can't wait for a new season of Ozark. I love that show. And at the end of a lot of its episodes, they leave you with the cliffhanger. And what ends up happening four hours later, you are still watching. They got you right where they want you to. And that little notification pop up like, are you still watching? Yes, I'm still watching. Stop judging me. Are oh, you still watching? Go away. OK, that's how I imagine how they sound. Are you still watching? Shut up. Anyway, but those cliffhangers, right, that open loop. And we need to understand how our brain works, understanding that feeling of unresolved and the need to want to resolve it and this can either hold you back if you don't know how to use it or it can really push you forward if you use it to your advantage so let's talk about the bad first and next we'll talk about how this can be a good thing and how it can really help you and that right there was an open loop if you stop listening right now in your brain it's going to be unfinished and your brain is like okay i want to hear what's next right Public speakers and motivational speakers, they are really good at that. Anyway, how can it be bad? Well, when we don't finish something, our brain, at least a small part of it, will still be thinking about it until we complete it. And what can happen is it'll start to stress us out. We start thinking about how big that to-do list is and we kind of start stressing out about it. We get anxious, anxious about it. And then what happens is we start to procrastinate. Why? Because if instead of thinking about one thing on our to-do list, Our brain starts thinking about 12 things on our to do list and we put it off for later or we get paralysis by analysis. Too many things to think about doing and we end up not doing anything. And here's a good comparison. Imagine if you go to do some work on your laptop and you open up a tab and you start working on something. Then you open up another tab and start working on something else. Then you start working on another thing in another tab. Then what do you do? You open up another tab and start working on something else. And what happens is, it starts to slow your laptop down. Same thing happens to our brains. We can put so much on our to do list, and you look at it, and it just feels so overwhelming that it slows you down. It works against you. You start to get stressed. Then you wonder if you ever even get them all done. You start getting anxious. Your brain has all these tabs open and you're starting to slow down. You start to procrastinate. You try and multitask, which is proven to be impossible, by the way. You don't know what to do next. And all of this is because you're trying to focus on so many things at once. And this is how it can be hard, how it can be bad, how it can hold you back. This is what your brain will do I left links in the description of the video as well as my home page. You can choose which way benefits you the best to donate. And if you need more options, please feel free to email me at dariusdotch at gmail.com. That's D-A-R-I-U-S-D-O-T-C-H at gmail.com. Again, thank you so much for being here and let's get back to it. So can we use this effect for good? Well, let's talk about it. One of the good things about the Zygonic effect is that you can use it to increase productivity and motivation. Because the thing is, if you only focus on one task and not 12 different tasks, if you don't finish, your brain is going to be motivated to finish it. You ain't going to want to stop until it's done. And one of the easiest ways to do this is to look at that to do list at all of the things and figure out which one of those tasks is the most important one. And we'll talk about how to use your entire to do list in a better way in just a second. But first, let's focus on the most important one. See another loop anyway. And you figure out that one thing. And then what you do is you figure out what's the second most important thing. And then the third. And what you do is you break down that first task, that first priority, and you break it down into smaller increments. And you may have heard me use this term before. And it's called the Pomodoro technique. And basically, this technique requires only 30 minutes at a time. So let's say you have to write a research paper, a 10-page research paper, and you already did the research. Now it's time to write the paper. And if you ever wrote a research paper, then you know it takes hours. So instead of trying to sit and write this paper for hours and hours and hours at a time, the Pomodoro technique, what it does is it breaks it down. And what you do is you work for 25 minutes straight. Then take a five minute rest, 25 minutes, rest for five. And during those 25 minutes, you only focus on one task. You only focus on staying focused for 25 minutes at a time. And you keep repeating this until the task is done. And by breaking this big task down into something smaller, it's going to make your brain want to get it done. Because if you're working and say, "Okay, I've been working for 15 minutes. I only got 10 more minutes left. Then I get a break. Ten minutes ain't nothing. Use that open loop, which which one sounds easier, right? Trying to write a 10 page research paper in five hours straight or writing that paper 25 minutes at a time. You can focus for 25 minutes. That's way easier. And believe it or not, research actually shows that after 20 minutes of focus, you're past your peak when it comes to focus and productivity. So anything after that isn't your best and you're not being as efficient. So even though you're taking breaks, right, you're still getting more done because you're being more efficient with your time. So you do this technique or whatever technique you use. And I've used this technique before and it works. And what I've been doing lately and it's been working for me is I break my time up in segments. For example, let's say I have to write and record a podcast episode. I have to edit a video and I also have to create some content and study my script. So I break it down by time of day and I work on it. So let's say from 830 to 930, I work on my podcast from 945 to 1045. I edit that video from 11 to 1230. I create content and from 1240 to 140. I study my script. Now with this, most of these tasks, tasks Won't get done in this particular day, but I come back to it for multiple days in a row until it's finished or until I start editing, editing another video or creating another piece of content. But during that time frame. That's all I focus on anyway, back to the Pomodoro technique, which uses this loop in your brain that wants to close it. So you keep working on that first most important thing, 25 minutes at a time until it's done. Then once it's done, then you can move on to the next thing, the second one. And you do the same thing, only focusing on that one thing until it's done. Then the third thing and you break those tasks down, however it is to break those tasks down into smaller increments. And then by the end of the day, what you do is you take that to do list. And let's be honest, that to do list is hardly ever completed or finished at the end of the day. And when it's not, it can be easy for your brain to only focus on what you didn't do. And that's going to leave you feeling unsatisfied. So what you do is you look at that list and you look at the things you finished and you celebrate it in some small way or another. You pat yourself on the back. You tell yourself, hell, yeah, you got all that done today. You say, I'm so proud of myself for putting in all the work I did. Let's go. You focus on all the things you did. Give yourself that sense of feeling of accomplishment. Right. Then what you do, you take the rest of that list that you didn't finish and you take those unfinished things because in your head, you won't feel complete resolve because you didn't finish. So you take those things and you put them on the list for the next day. What you do, look at your schedule, not just the to do list, but the rest of your day. And you figure out how you can squeeze some of these things in. Let's say if you didn't get around to sending or replying to a few emails. Well, you can schedule that for your lunch break. Sending a few emails is easy, right? Or let's say you didn't finish proofreading a paper, right? Set some time aside. Five minutes here, 10 minutes there. So you can steal away some time, which is not during your to-do list time, that you can work on it. Give your brain these small projects. And of course, these shouldn't be the big things, right? Like don't try and write this whole research paper at once at your niece's birthday party, right? Don't try and write up a business proposal at dinner with your kids, right? The small things, the little things that's going to give your brain that resolve it needs. And look, if you didn't get some of those big things done, then put them right back on your to do list for tomorrow. That's okay. Sometimes those big things just don't get done. But you have the understanding that in your head that one, you did get those things done today, the things you did complete. And two, your brain is going to want to make you feel like you didn't do enough. Don't let it win. You pat yourself on your back. You be proud of the work you did put in and save that mental energy. So use your brain to get these things done. You break it down into smaller increments, whether it's the Pomodoro technique Right. And you work 25 minutes at a time or whether you schedule your time by the time of day. Either way, you get those prioritized things done. And then at the end of the day, you close out your to do list by scheduling the next day. Give your brain that closure, because if not, then there's a good chance you're going to get to the end of the day feeling like you didn't do enough. And that's discouraging. Then you get stressed, you get anxious and you don't get as much done next time. So break it down into bite-sized tasks and by the way and let's get it so that's what I got for you today if you like this episode please share it with somebody somebody that can benefit from this somebody who is a friend or a family member somebody who has goals and is trying to improve their lives so thank you again and let's get it in